welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Hello, welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. I'm Rhonda Arlt, and I am an advanced platinum certified instructor, and I am so glad to be here with my Whole Brain Teaching bestie, Laura. Um, I'm a second grade teacher from Goddard, Kansas. Laura, can you tell us a little bit about you? Yes, I'm Laura Forehand. I also teach second grade, but I teach second grade in Northwest Missouri, so we're kind of experiencing warm and cold weather right now. Um, I'm also Advanced Platinum Certified Instructor, and both Rhonda and I help out with certification as well. So anyway, we are so excited and thrilled that we have the founder of Whole Brain Teaching himself, Coach Chris Biffle, back with us on the podcast today to continue our conversation on color writing. Coach, we want to welcome you back. And um, before we jump in, well, I don't know which direction you want to take this, and we're just going to let you lead, but can we review anything that we talked about last time? That was like a part one, and this is like a part two. Great idea, ladies. Such a thrill to be here with both of you, two whole brain teaching rising stars. I mean, you're always rising. That's what's always <laughs> amazing about Laura and Rhonda. Uh, the basic idea of of color writing uh, takes me back to the early 70s. I was hired as a writing teacher at a community college, and I had this notion that there should be a way to use a template to show kids the basic parts of an essay. And so I actually wrote out an essay, left blanks. So, for example, the first sentence was um, my three important points are point one, point two, point three, and then the next sentence had my first important point is blah, blah, blah. And then I also included in the template uh, blanks to fill in research, etc. My colleagues thought that was all a terrible idea, and I was pretty unhappy with it as it stood. Um, But color writing took off with Andrea Schindler, uh, kindergarten teacher, co-founder of Whole Brain Teaching. Um, About 15 years ago, she started using what we call a triple whammy, which is a thesis sentence that has three parts. My favorite uh, states are California, Missouri, and New Mexico. That's a triple whammy. It has three parts. Or... Um, the three greatest planets are Mercury, Venus, and Earth. That's a triple whammy, has three parts. 
Laura, give us a sample triple whammy. I know you've been practicing and practicing and you've got one on the tip of your tongue, I'm sure. Ha ha. What have you got? Give me a three-part triple whammy. Go. Okay. My three favorite holidays are Christmas, Easter, and Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda, you know from experience teaching this that it takes kids a while to get to the triple whammy first we get them to speak a single whammy mm-hmm. uh, my favorite game is soccer my favorite games are soccer and baseball how long does it take your second graders to be able to speak a triple whammy notice we're not talking about writing these because they can make a lot more progress just by mm-hmm. taking turns speaking them how long right. does it take Rhonda? Well, I, it depends on how much time I can devote to it during the week, but I would say probably maybe about two weeks if I can hit it a couple of times during the week. Uh, we hear from secondary teachers that you can teach kids to speak a three-part topic sentence in a few hours. Oh, I'm in sure. Kindergarten, it can take many weeks. As Andrea points out, she doesn't have kids start to write until January. But then in January, they can put down the topic sentence of three-part. So in game one of color writing, kids take turns speaking a single whammy. My favorite dessert is blank. My favorite dessert is blank. Setting and breaking records for one minute. In game two, they set and break records for a double whammy. My favorite games are blank and blank. Uh, Game three is the triple whammy. And there we pay attention to the habit of the mind taking three topics and making them two. So a inappropriate triple whammy would be my favorite uh, sports are baseball, uh, tetherball, and anything with a ball. That's a terrible triple whammy because it isn't three things. Uh, Laura, it's your turn now. Give us a triple whammy that really isn't, and we call that a double whammy, where we have three apparent parts, but two of them overlap. Go. Okay. So three of my favorite sports are roller skating, roller blading, and tennis. Rhonda, roller skating, roller blading, and tennis, where is the clunker? The roller skating and roller blading because they're the same idea. Yeah. All right. So fix that. Go, Rhonda. Okay. Um, My favorite, oh, I can't remember, Laura. Did you say games? Sports. No, sports. Okay. My favorite sports are roller blading, soccer, and tennis. Perfect. So that process is crucial to understanding how to take a topic and divide it into three parts. Taking a topic and dividing it into three parts will not only be useful in middle school and high school and college, it'll be useful when you're working on your dissertation because you can use that same pattern to describe the first chapter, second chapter, and third chapter of of your topic. It's like an accordion. It can be any size. Mm -hmm. Then the game four is we're simply going to add a sentence. And this is where the color coding really comes into play. 
So let's say that uh, my triple whammy was something like my three favorite, my favorite desserts are cookies, candy, and milkshakes. Now I would make cookies green, green getting started, candy blue, blue, I'm sad because I'm almost done, and milkshakes red, red is time to stop. Mm -hmm. And my next sentence would be green, my next sentence would be blue, and my next sentence would be red. And magically, I have a perfectly organized paragraph. Mm -hmm. Laura, all I'm going to ask you to do is just explain back what I said about the magic of the triple whammy sentence that creates a triple whammy paragraph for Pete's sakes. Yes, I, I actually love this setup because it makes writing, which by the way, I didn't learn in college. I didn't learn how to teach writing. And so this makes it so much easier right. to instruct our kids. So basically we're going to take like a triple whammy sentence, such as my three favorite desserts are cookies, candy, and milkshakes. And we're going to color code those. So cookies would be green because it's the beginning. Um, candy would be blue because we're kind of sad that it's coming to a close and then milkshakes would be red because that's where we want to stop and then from there we're going to write a sentence about the green a sentence about the blue and a sentence about the red yeah and so all a teacher would have on the board or as projected is uh my three my favorite desserts are and then a green blank a comma a blue blank comma, and a red blank. So the blanks are right there. The next part of that would be a long green blank for the, the green sentence, a long blue blank for the blue sentence, and a long red blank for the red sentence. And this becomes a visual mm -hmm. in a way that a paragraph never is a visual because when you type up a paragraph, it's all the same color. It's all mm -hmm. black and everything mirrors together. This shows you the difference between the first sentence and how the first sentence creates the next three sentences. And that visual color pattern, I don't think you can find anywhere else. Uh, Rhonda, what's happening inside your kids when they, you take them from the triple whammy to the triple whammy paragraph? My guess is, is that that move isn't as hard as making a triple whammy thesis sentence. What's your experience? Well, we just got finished up with our personal narratives and they did really good. And I think the color coding helped show that. I mean, I would just kind of display the colors on the board so that they knew what to write. And I was quite pleased with the paragraphs that they developed for their personal narrative. Then game five is just a logical extension. The three-part color-coded triple whammy two green sentences, two blue sentences, and two red sentences. Laura, I've got to tell you that as a writer, and it seems like all I've done since I was 17 is write. <laughs> as a writer, the problem is you don't know what to say next. Mm -hmm. That's also the problem in kindergarten. You don't know what to say next. Mm -hmm. But this at least gives you a place to look. Mm -hmm. Once I get that triple whammy, I know what the next two sentences should be about that's in game five, and the next two blue sentences, and the next red sentence. Mm -hmm. Laura, you've done some writing in your time. Yep. Tell us about how hard it is to write. Go ahead. 
Oh, I agree. Like I was saying, it, it's, it's hard to write because you want your kids to stay like to stick with the topic that they're trying to write about. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like, I don't know, Rhonda, you're shaking your head. Yes. But in second grade, they can just kind of go all over the place and nothing really um, congeals, but with the color writing system, they know when they see that green line that I'm going to write about cookies. That's all I have to worry about in that moment is writing about two sentences about cookies. And so it just really, I think it um, just helps our kids kind of just funnel into what they really need to focus on rather than, you know, kind of grasping everything that they want to say about cookies. They're going to keep it very, very focused. Ladies, let me do something shocking here. Rhonda, shall I do something Absolutely. Shocking? We would love it, Coach. Go for it. <laughs> that makes for a good podcast. Here's my shocking statement. Let me say a little bit about what's wrong with the way we usually approach this problem. There's something called brainstorming. I'm sure you've done it. You draw mm-hmm. a circle on the board, and then you draw a line to another circle, and then that circle can have lines and circles off of it. And it looks like a lollipop tree and it's totally doable. You can make a lollipop tree about anything you want, but then there's one little problem that remains. How do you turn the lollipop tree into an essay for Pete's sakes? Mm -hmm. So then you have to prune the lollipop tree and then how do you decide which parts go first, second, and third? It's better I have found and you and my other colleagues agree. It's better to just say, here's the colors, fill them in. Mm-hmm. And then you can do some nice things with having kids have colored pencils uh, or underline in color. Uh, that brings us to the real puzzle, and it stumped me for a long time, which is game six. Game six is how to write an introduction. Now, Laura, listen to your coach. Okay. You have a triple whammy. Mm-hmm. My favorite games are soccer, uh, ice skating, and water polo. Now, that's not a paragraph. Right. I understand how to do the paragraphs after that, green paragraph, blue paragraph, red mm-hmm. paragraph, mm-hmm. and the conclusion is never a problem because if I can write the body paragraphs, the conclusion, but a one-sentence introductory paragraph It's not a very good introduction. So English teachers for a long time have used what they call the funnel. The funnel is to start with a couple of large sentences, and then they focus into details in the last sentence of the first paragraph. So game six is just writing introductions, which is a key idea. We don't have kids start writing an essay by writing the first sentence of the essay. First sentence of the essay is tough. Mm-hmm. We don't have them uh, write an essay by composing the introductory paragraph. You know what's in the introductory paragraph after you get the triple whammy. So here's the idea. Laura, listen. I'm going to take my triple whammy. So my triple whammy is about desserts or sports or global warming, or overpopulation, or baseball. I just look at the triple whammy, and I see 
what the subject is that I've broken into three parts. Then I'm going to take that subject, not the three parts. Right. I'm going to take the subject and write a sentence, two sentences about the subject, and we'll call those orange sentences. Okay. So here's how it would look. Um, If my triple whammy is three of the greatest periods the greatest changes in human history took place in ancient Greece, the Middle Ages, and the Industrial Revolution. Well, my subject has got to be not ancient Greece, Middle Ages, and Industrial Revolution. My subject has got to be the great changes in human history. So my first sentence has got to be about the great changes, and the second sentence has got to be about the great changes. Mm-hmm. Changes in our culture take place because of economic pressures and technological innovations. Centuries ago, great alterations in our culture took place in three societies. And then I would go on to give the three societies. Okay. Laura, explain the idea of looking at your triple whammy, seeing your subject, and your subject then tells you the two sentences before. Just ex- mm-hmm. explain that idea. Go yeah. Ahead. Okay. So we've got our kids writing the triple whammy sentence. We make sure it's a good triple whammy sentence, no clunkers. And then we have our kids looking at that triple whammy sentence to kind of see what the topic or the subject is. So if it's sports or favorite desserts or whatever, then they can take that topic and write two orange sentences or introductory sentences above it that have nothing to do with the the specifics of the triple whammy, but they're going to be more general in talking about that topic or that subject that the student's going to be writing about. All right. So let's do one together here, ladies. All right. Rhonda, just pick a subject, just a subject. Go ahead. Um, how about penguins? Penguins. All right. Now, Laura, Invent three kinds of penguins. I, they're probably gazillion kind of penguins. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but first we have our subject. Now let's build a triple whammy. Go ahead. Okay. My three favorite penguins. To Wait, study. stop there. Stop. Oh, okay. We don't have to use the word three. Okay. I've been using it a lot. Just keep the word three out of there. We can okay. use it sometimes, other times not. Go. Okay. Oh, Laura. My favorite penguins to study about in school are the king penguin, the rock hopper penguin, and the macaroni penguin. I've actually studied the macaroni, penguins. The <laughs> macaroni penguin. It's true. Are you kidding me? No. No, no. I promise. You're making up penguins here. Listen, this is going out to the world and you're putting out. Only baloney stuff about. We need a fact checker. <laughs> you know, then you're going to tell me, oh, there's taco penguins too, coach. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. So we got our subject penguins. We got the three kinds of penguins. And so I'll try the two funnel sentences. Penguins li- live in the coldest regions on earth. 
traveling to the North and South Pole, you'll find a variety of these fascinating flightless birds. Would you give me a 10 finger woo on flightless birds? I thought that was yeah, really good. Really good. Yeah, that was good. And, and I probably should have picked a different subject. <laughs> then we would go on to the, the triple whammy. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how to write introductions. So let's just review the strategy. Okay. Instead of asking kids to write essays or sentences or paragraphs, take the whole thing and break it into parts and then practice each of the parts. Single whammy, all about a green subject. Double whammy about a green and blue parts of a subject. Triple whammy about green, blue, and red. Simple paragraph, four sentences. Longer paragraph, seven sentences. Then stop the train and write introductions. And then you have all the modules. I don't have a game for conclusion. I've never found that conclusion is really much of a problem because the conclusion just says what you've already said before and we make that conclusion purple. Transitions held me up for a long time. I tried to figure out how to write transitions. So if we were writing about penguins, I'd need a transition at the end of the second paragraph. So if I wrote about rockhopper penguins, my third paragraph was going to be about macaroni penguins. I'd have to have a pretty complicated sentence that talked about rockhopper penguins and macaroni penguins at the end of the second paragraph. Uh, rockhopper penguins live in the rocks, but macaroni penguins like Italian pasta, you know? Uh, so the problem with a transition, Rhonda, is it has to point both ways. Mm -hmm. It has to say what you just said and what you're going to say. And that's a tough sentence to write. Rhonda, explain. You're so thrilled you don't have to teach transitions with color writing. All right. Well, transitions are tricky because you have to bring in part of the last sentence you talked about or idea and the next sentence and the next idea that you're talking about. I'm sorry. My dog is just like going crazy in here. So oh, you hear her, I'm sorry. But the transition, making part of the first, the last idea that you had and bringing in the new idea that you had to go on to that next paragraph. You got it. So. The beauty of the color writing is we don't use transitions. The essay is so clearly structured that each part follows on to the next and transition would be almost redundant. Now, cards on the table. Sad to say this doesn't teach every kind of writing. Are you shocked, ladies? <laughs> I hear some shocked laughter. This pattern will teach kids how to write expository essays. An expository essay is an explanation. Mm -hmm. Explanations can have parts. It will also teach them how to write an argumentative essay. An argumentative essay has three parts, three reasons backing up mm -hmm. a claim. 
Triple whammies work great for expository and argumentative. They do not work for narrative writing where you're trying to tell a story. Right. Because you can't have the end of the first paragraph be about the next three parts of the story. Persuasive and, and expository essays have a logical organization. Mm-hmm. Narrative has a chronological organization. So I shouldn't do this, ladies, but I'm going to tell you in three minutes how to write a story using this pattern. You first awesome. have kids write a three-sentence story. Green sentence, blue sentence, red sentence, story is over. You start the story by saying once upon a time, that's the first sentence, green. The blue sentence is then, comma, Mm -hmm. and the red sentence is finally, comma, and there's a three-sentence story over and over and over and over again. Now you can go on to a six-sentence story. Two green sentences, Mm -hmm. once upon a time. Then two blue sentences. Finally, two red sentences. Now you have a six-sentence story. You can take out once upon a time, then, and finally. Blue sentences. It's all got to be about the blue event. And when you get to the red sentences, it's all got to be about how to wrap it up. Many stories follow a pattern. The first part of the story is everything's nice and sweet and calm. Little Red Riding Hood is going to her grandma's. Goldilocks is wandering through the woods. That's the green part, nice and calm. The blue part of the story is something happened. If there was no something happens, If there was no suddenly, there'd be no story. It's just event, event, event. Who really cares? So I say when you get advanced, you start the blue section with the word suddenly. Something happens that causes some problems, and the problems get worse. And then the red part has to resolve the problem. So, Laura, explain the three-part narrative structure. Set up a peaceful world introduce a growing problem, and then resolve the problem. Explain that, Laura, in your own unique way. Yeah. Yeah. So we can use the color writing system for narratives if we just set it up properly. So we want want our stories to follow a pattern. So the beginning is going to start with once upon a time. It's going to be green. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be calm. And then we go on to the blue part where suddenly there's a problem. And we talk about that in the blue section. And then we can say, finally, this is how the problem was solved. And that's going to be our red section. Now, the glory, Rhonda, of the narrative essay, and it's crucial, is we can then start to use adjectives, prepositions, adverbs, etc. And we've worked out a system that helps kids understand how to use adjectives, active verbs, prepositions, adverbs. And um, we're putting it out there for free. We will eventually have it on Teachers Pay Teachers. But this has been a lifelong project, ladies, and it never would have been possible without incredible instructors like you. 
You see, I'm not doing very much. I'm just thinking stuff up. <laughs> you poor dear ladies are down in the trenches with real students. That's what I've heard. Real live students. <laughs> and you've had to work out how to make this happen. So uh, I thank you enormously. Uh, in our last color writing webcast, we will describe the final project the five paragraph essay. And as a bonus in color writing, I show some ways to combine two very different things, social emotional topics and highly organized paragraphs. And when you get the social emotional going into an expository or argumentative essay, it's something special and something that we need these days. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we have loved having you. We cannot thank you enough for coming on, giving of your time to discuss um, color writing on the podcast. And I'm really looking forward to part three as well, because social emotional, as you said, is such a huge topic with everything that teachers and students have, have been through in the last couple of years. So we're really looking forward to having you back to discuss that. Um, we do want to tell our listeners, please go to Amazon and check out Buy Coach's Color Writing Book. It will be a staple in your classroom. And speaking as from someone as a teacher who had a lot of anxiety about teaching writing, this will really help with that anxiety. It step-by-step -step tells you how to teach writing to your students. And you make it fun because it's games. It's games. So um, you won't be sorry. We, we will put a link in the show notes um, linking you to that book. But anyway, we are so grateful that you're here today, Coach. Well, and I would agree with that too. I mean, even with coming from a district where I have to follow a certain curriculum, I'm able to incorporate this color writing and get this format for them to follow. And it makes it a lot easier to teach and a lot easier for them to understand. So Remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with other teachers in your life. In addition, if you haven't already, be sure to join our Facebook pages and follow us on Instagram. Thank you again for joining us on Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Bye.